Okay, welcome to Cast of Characters for today. And I'm back with Arna. And we Hi. are talking about um, something that's in the news right now. The um, Where Are the Children? Which is a hashtag that's going around right now. Um, there's 1,500 children that have been placed into the custody of the U.S. government that nobody can figure out where they are. Hmm. Okay, now, background on this. Um, previously... If an undocumented minor, say it's a 15-year-old, a 13-year-old kid, walked over from Mexico, was picked up at the border, they would be taken to uh, a place called ORR. I'll have to look up what that stands for. I can't remember right now. But they go into custody of the government, and they hold them there. And what the pictures look like looks almost like makeshift uh prison cells or concentration yeah. camps. I think I've seen them. got my yeah. cyclone fence. Yeah. Maybe it really kind of looks like a dog kennel. Yeah, it does. I, those pictures are older. I'm not sure what they look like right now. But the children are held there, these unaccompanied minors, until somebody comes to pick them up. And that person may be a sponsor. It might be a... Uh, that's called their sponsor, but it might be a family member, somebody that they know, somebody they can call to come out and get, pick them up. Um, and the... Uh, the government agency uh, doesn't really go to the house of the person picking them up. They just take their word for it. They do one phone call 30 days later to check on the welfare of the child. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's a system fraught with error. Mm-hmm. Um, there are kids who run away. There are kids who uh, get, get picked up by somebody they don't really know who mm-hmm. actually puts them into trafficking. Right. That's um, not my concern. Yeah. And, you know, there are things that happen. Now, to be clear... The same thing happens in the regular U.S. kids' foster care system. Mm-hmm. Older children run away from foster care all the time, and the mm-hmm. city and the state does not have the resources to relocate them. Mm-hmm. And I know this personally. I've seen it happen. I've seen teenagers who get picked up and become prostitutes. I've seen teenagers who get picked up by married men, mm-hmm. and they keep them in apartments as their side chick. Mm-hmm. I've seen it happen, wow. and they just disappear off the paperwork. So, I can't say that this is a, a problem that's unique to this particular small government agency. But the newest thing is the Trump administration came up with a policy that um, adults who are coming into the country, either illegally or even at a legal point of entry, are separated from their children that they come with. And those children are being funneled into that same system that mm-hmm. the unaccompanied minors were being funneled into pre- uh, previously. So now a system that was already fraught with error mm-hmm. is getting more. overrun by larger numbers of children coming in now. Right. So that and, and that brings up the issue because the first thing that comes to mind is um, human trafficking, and that kind of being an issue um, with, with 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 children. And you know, in, in my particular um, role, I have a question that that you know, I guess I have a question about this particular topic. So for um, the so I want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. So students or people who are like DACA, you know, those who are undocumented that are removed from the home, this is where they go. Correct. Not just that. These are kids at the border. They haven't even okay. made it in yet. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, um, originally we were talking about undocumented minors that get picked up. Right. But now we're also talking about adults who are coming in through the border, mm-hmm. 
some of which are coming through a legal port of entry. Right. Uh, like there was a lady from the, um, the Congo that came in. They separated her from her child. Mm-hmm. When, when you come in to the country from those legal places, you have a court date that's just a few days out, and they make a determination whether or not you can come in or not. Mm-hmm. She had her court date. They said you can come in. Then she said, where's my child? And they, and they didn't know. Right. right. Okay. Uh, we had a man from Guatemala who uh, supposedly came in with an 18-month child, mm-hmm. and he... Uh, was sent back to Guatemala, but when he got there, there was Mm -hmm. no child there to meet him, so he doesn't know where his toddler is. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about now the age of these children that Mm -hmm. are being separated. Um, There's reports even of one child who was just barely a year old that was in court by themselves to go before a judge. Yeah, and and that's the thing about it, too. I think that, um, and I I don't know if it's what, what I can say, I think that the Trump administration specifically uh, paints a portrait of undocumented people as being people who are all terrorists. They're undesirables. They're people who are dangerous. They're killers. They're drug dealers. And that's not necessarily the case. More often than not, the people that I've seen that are undocumented are children. They yeah. are students. They are people who are very, very, you know, you, you, you'd be surprised how many people walk around you every day who are undocumented. And that's more of a money issue than a moral issue. Yeah. Now, I I try not to make it about the Trump administration, but it's hard because of some of the information that's coming out. And I don't know Mm -hmm. how true this is. Sometimes I see these tweets from Trump, and I'm like, did he really tweet this? Or did somebody take his phone? Please say somebody took his phone. Because there was a tweet. But when you don't deny it. Well, he doesn't deny it. But, yeah, there was a tweet that just came out a few days ago where he said the Democrats are trying to protect the MS-13s trying to come into this country. What MS-13 is going through a, a legal border? No, no, no. The MS-13s that are here have been here. Um, they're not coming through legally trying to present paperwork. They're going to always be back and forth, back and forth. And it's not going to be a situation where they're going to be taken easily anyway. And then I come so, with kids. And exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're they mules and they're dispensable anyway. So, I mean, you know, it's not that... that, that um. I think, and that's another thing that I think that people try to, you know, have this propaganda and put things out there to make it seem like to get you on board with their ideology. They try to use scare tactics to say these people are going to do this to try to turn you against these people who have done nothing wrong to try to get you on board with whatever it is that they want to with say their negative, agenda. right? Right. About this particular group of people, and and that's unfair. I mean it. You know, it's and that's why I'm always an advocate for people who are being wrong because today is you, it's you tomorrow would be me you know right and then there's the thing i don't i don't want to again make this a political party against party situation this is mm-hmm. a, actually a system that is full of error like mm-hmm. i said i don't the, the current foster care system for u.s born children to me has so much work that needs to be done right uh and this is just an extension of that it, it all goes back to what do we do with um in some cases children who are 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 deemed to be with adults who are unsafe or unwanted children with the U.S. born kids. But in these cases, now we're taking away children whose parents didn't intend for them to go into any system and Mm -hmm. are are actively trying to secure a better life for them. And may not have necessarily done anything wrong. Right. So it's... um, I've seen, again, information that says that these people have been compared to animals Mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, one of the uh, spokesmen from the White House said that they would be... I think it might have been sent to them or somebody, but said that they will go into foster care or whatever. 
uh, and the use of or whatever was very inflammatory to people who are advocates for children. Because my question is, what is the whatever? Because yeah. my thing is, the whatever is the thing that you don't want anybody to know about that you know is going on, but you don't want to have anything to do with it, so you don't identify what the whatever is. Yeah. One lady said that she got out uh, of her, whatever her immigration situation was, and it was asked, asked where's her child, and they told her Chicago. She's not from here, so she said she didn't know Chicago was a person, a place, a building. Mm-hmm. She didn't know what Chicago was, and she was way in, in the south, southern part of the United States. And our child had gotten moved to Chicago. Right. So my question is this. And I think about because I try to internalize everything else. Because I try to, everything that I do and everything that I say and I think about things, and I try to internalize it to what if that were me. Because we, we have to have a certain amount of morality when making decisions and doing things. And if you don't have that, then, you know, there's something wrong. But I think about what if it were my child? What if we got separated somewhere? Am I in another country where I may or may not necessarily speak the language that well, just enough to kind of function? And your child is separated and sent to another whole part of the country. You don't know who to talk to. You don't have any legal representation. You may be, you know, kind of strapped for funds. And that's the biggest issue because most of these people just do not have the money or the power to be able to do things in order to be able to, you know, make things move the way that they need them to be able to move. And so what happens to your child if something happens to your child? If they're harmed, if they're hurt, if they're abused and that type of situation. And you hadn't done anything wrong. So it's like you're victimized, but then you're also profiled because you're just not But here's that, the thing. Area, this the shows country. the intention. There was a quote, again, if I don't hear the person say it myself, I can't be sure. But there was a quote that this administration said that this policy would act as a deterrent from people coming into this country. Mm. So this was meant to keep people from wanting to come because you know if you show up here with your child, we're going to take them. Mm-hmm. And that's meant to deter people from coming in illegally. So, and again, history repeats itself. Number one, this is, these are all the images that are, are being repeated. So we have the image of African-American slavery where children were, were ripped from the arms of their family. That's going on again. We're talking 350 years mm-hmm. later. We mm-hmm. again have the children taken away from their birth parents forcefully um, and an uh, act that's being protected by the, the legal system. Exactly. Um, the second thing that we have repeating itself is these images of concentration camp style housing for these uh, for these children or these people trying to be immigrants to the United States. We have images going around of them in what looks like akin to concentration camp housing. Mm-hmm. So when they say history repeats itself, it really, really does repeat mm-hmm. itself. And if we don't learn about things and talk about them, I mean, these topics, there are some, quote, woke people who have heard about it. There are a lot more people who have not heard that this is going on. Right. And also that these things that are happening are happening with tax dollars. Absolutely. That's what's funding everything. Um, so, I don't know. History repeats itself. We got a situation going on. The question is, what do we do about it? That's a big question. That's a big question. It's a long time for an election to run. <laughs> I mean, all, all we now. got is we got midterm elections coming up. They've given out the numbers online for people to call over to these different uh, departments, to the OR, to call uh, the ICE Immigration Department, and to, you know, to really pressure these organizations. But really, pressuring them is not as important as pressuring the senators and representatives who are up for re-election who are over 
Homeland Security. Exactly. Uh, you know, Ben and Thompson. Right. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> so, that's the issue. I think a lot of people think that when they think about elections, they flock to presidential elections. Well, that's only one piece of it. The biggest part is all the people who represent you that you don't even realize represent you. So those midterm elections are very, very important because you need to find out who you're putting in office to represent, represent you and your voice and your specific, you know, state um, tax dollars. Where are they going? What are they going towards? Because if those people are being bought by somebody else that's, you know, higher up, then what did you really do if you put somebody else in office who, you know, who's going to, you know, essentially have influence over the people that you didn't put in office? I think, you know what, since you said that, what we really need to do what we need to do is get together a a list that could be circulated of who is on the Homeland Security committees right. in Congress mm-hmm. and whatever other committees are going to be the ones who act on these issues of immigration right. um, and figure out, you know, what districts do they represent? When are they up for re-election? Right. Because that's where it really all goes and, down. And that's a big thing, too, because not necessarily what people say when they are up for re-election, but I think we need to also look at these people's track records as far as what they voted for, how they voted and on which in, on particular topics. You know, uh, go back a little bit further. Do your history because the best indication of what you will do is, is what you have done. Exactly. And that's a good point right there. Let's take a pause.